Sorry I'm late, I just don't give a fuck. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Money Mitch, aka King Lear, aka ML Gainer22. Catch me on one or more social medias. I'm here rocking with my man, only Chris Allen. What up, what up, what up, what Chris? What up, what up? Finally back after a little break, but uh, we were, you were probably annoyed from our voices anyway, so we gave you a little break for us, but we're back. We're, we're just trying to live up to the namesake, man. Yeah. Like, this is our work now. We take this shit kind of seriously. I won't say seriously because, like, <laughs> Nah. Uh, but yeah, we like to work because that's what we do here, and I hope y'all know hands for it. But my man was over there in London doing the Euro thing for a little bit. He he came back with like some real tight sweaters and some like that shit and all that. His dad had on and all that. I did get some gear out in London though. I like I would like just pay. I like shop too much just because I wanted some shit that you couldn't get here. But um, it was all like this, dude. Like they they do have like dope style out there. Like even like the homeless people were like had like a swag. Like I saw a homeless guy with like, like homeless a, Steve. Yeah, I swear to God, the homeless people look like are just regular like city workers out there. Although <laughs> like, I feel like like high fashion people dress like homeless people anyway. It's, yeah, that's like, kind of true. Like the distress and yeah, everything. like the Kanye look is like yo this six X like tunic that has like forty six holes in it. It's like yeah. a patchwork blanket. And it's like, this is fashion. I was like, I, I, I don't get it, my nigga, but like, to each their own. How, how was England, though? How does England compare to the States? Is it like, it's, it's is really it crazy over there like it is here now? Or is it like normal? And I'm, for the first time ever, I guess I'm wondering, like, is it normal in other parts of the world? I always assumed as an idiot American that like, America is supposed to be the normal because we have everything, right? Mm-hmm. We have all types of people. So this is the de facto normal place. And I know this shit's fucked up now. So I'm curious, like, what it's like being other places because I never left the country. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it really felt like, it, I mean, culturally, you didn't feel like you took it like a big, well, that's the other thing. Yeah, England's like close. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's super close. I mean, it, you see slight differences culturally, obviously accent wise, um, but it's still just it's still just like just people, man. It didn't feel like a huge leap, and maybe that's maybe because it's so close, and we're pretty much just a seed of the UK, anyways. Um, there wasn't a. I mean, <laughs> I mean you're right. <laughs> um, but that hurts it, to remember. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, it's it just like some slight things culturally. The girls wear way too much fucking makeup out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah like super like Victorian super, retro. Super like they look like Kylie Jenner. Just like I was just watching. Um, really? Yeah, huh. like just like cake done makeup, but it doesn't look like healthy. It looks like dude, like like just like take a face cloth and like wipe all of that shit off. Just go with the lipstick, like a little. First bit, time yeah, on the album, be massaging this mesh. Was it like hot or was it just no, like it messy? Just like, like it was messy. It, it just got like, like fourteen layers of yeah, like where it was shit. just like you, you could see like hey, like this is like a bit much. It's like I don't. Were there people doing it well, and then a lot of people like imitating that, or was it just like everyone was just like nah, like this even is weird. Even like the girls that did it well, where you were like. Oh, like you—you you saw like it. They were very attractive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they—it wasn't just cake done. It was still cake done. You were still like that's a bit much. Still, like I'd rather just like see your natural like face and then like add some eyeliner or whatever and lipstick, whatever women wear. I could be—I could be just be like American girls. Just maybe just like just. 
pulling the wool over my eyes and actually wearing that much makeup, but it just doesn't look like it to me. I don't know. A lot of them do, first. Yeah. That's facts. Uh, I'm also curious, before we get into any serious shit, are you a... Are you one of those, like, I only like naturally beautiful women, like, I don't no. like girls who wear makeup, or are you, like, are you, I, or let me rephrase it the other way. Mm-hmm. Are you into, like, the super, like, done-up, like, pin-up girl, like, the, like, because for me, like, girls who can do that shit well, like, over the top, if yeah. you can, like, pull off, like, blue and yellow hair and, uh-huh. like, green lipstick, like, that shit's super sexy to me. It's just, like, very few women or men I know can do shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you takes a stunning amount of confidence and a certain look to pull that off. Um, my whole thing is, I, I'm super if you can pull it off and, like, do it. Like, that's good. Yeah, that's how I'm Yeah, that's, it, that's gotta be it. Um, and, like, obviously, like, I like natural. If you're, like, natural beauty, then, like, that's dope. And if you want to put on makeup, like, I'm all for you doing whatever the fuck you want to do. It's only going to get better if you're, like, your foundation is, like, without makeup. You still do. But, um... True. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, out there, there was, uh... They were used to cake it on. But they were cool people. Uh, it doesn't feel, like... What'd you do? Did you do any cool shit? Yeah, I mean, like, the first couple days, we just, like, kicked it around, like, London... And then um, just met people. I was just, so I just literally, I would wake up, I'd grab a coffee, uh, and I would just like wander around the city. So there would be I like. I definitely thought you were going to say grab a beer. Oh, no. I mean, I would <laughs> I grab like, a beer. That's what the Prince did, right? Yeah. I mean, I would go, like, they used, they had like dope fest. There was always something going on. Like, they had like festivals during the day where they just had like live concert. They had like. It, food trucks out and they were serving beer and so forth. Was so this like an event or was this just like every day? It just like seemed like it, it, it just well during the during the weekend because I thought like, that was what Seattle was like because the first time I went to Seattle was during Hempfest and uh, I didn't know Yeah. and so I thought Seattle was just like food trucks and everybody's fucking high and like hula hooping in the streets and I was yeah. like dude Seattle's crazy Yeah. and I went back to Seattle like six months later I was like oh that was just that weekend yeah, yeah okay cool. that no it was <laughs> like it was cool um, during like the weekend all kinds of festivals and so for like during the week things started all right, so this was they like still, night. yeah mm-hmm. like during the week like it was popping during the day um and then like everything still by like one o'clock things started to wind down and then you had to like figure out your way like nothing like, good happens out after one one thirty on a weeknight bro yeah but here's the thing okay i say if somebody goes out till 5 a.m on monday routinely <laughs> this is why and obviously i haven't been all over the all the place but like how, compared have to you like, been out, like how many countries you been to? Because we're gonna get into some nationalistic shit in a minute. So like, how many? Like, just like, uh, not a ton. I mean, it's like obviously Canada, Mexico, like um, the Caribbeans. Um, the Caribbeans. Yeah, that's not a country. But, <laughs> Thanks, <you know>. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Caribbeans. Those people yeah. is getting washed away right now. Shout uh, out to the Caribbeans. Uh, <laughs> and Pharrell, Puerto Rico. Uh, and then like uh, yeah just UK really. no I, I haven't left the country so like going anywhere is crazy to me so. yeah um, I've been to Canada for like six hours and that was it oh work yeah, yeah. Um, I still think okay so like last thoughts on London I left it thinking like New York still like one like New York it doesn't even seem like New York is really like that like 
just amazing city where it's like you can go to New York right now. We if we could drive to New York, get there at ten o'clock, and we could you could find anything to do. You would have a blast, and it's so huge, it's so big. Like but it's different, different every time. Yeah, it, I said this all the time. You can go to New York every weekend of the year, uh-huh. and you would have you wouldn't know you were in the same fucking city. Mm-hmm. You can be, it, like every block is a whole different fucking neighborhood. Yeah, it's a whole different world. So that's why it, it felt like, oh, this is like a dope city. It's very clean. It's very nice. I'd hate but to live there, though. Yeah, yeah I couldn't live there. I, I think you... I, I couldn't live there, probably. And New York is just still just... If that's there, like, New York, mm. New York is just like... It, it makes you New York in London, seem you great. Said, right? Yeah. Okay. Did it you make, go anywhere else in England, too, or no? Yeah, like, like, I went to, like... Well, like, tourist stuff, like... Okay. Uh, we went to Bath, Stonehenge, and shit like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, but still, it's like it's like New York. It it was, it, it's the it, it makes New York seem even cooler. The fact that like you can go to London and be like, I, mean, I haven't been to Paris or anything. I'll go to Paris probably next year or something. I like to but, check Paris and Tokyo. Tokyo yeah, Tokyo seems dope. I hear I hear I hear Paris is a lot like NY. Um, and I don't even know what to expect from Tokyo. Tokyo seems dope, though. Tokyo seems like mad, just like like future modern city. Yeah. But it's also like, what's cool about New York, and like what's terrible about New York, but it's also like cool about New York, and it, it gives it its character, is like, it's the high and low of everything. Like, yeah. You have yeah. the most impoverished, like fucked up by their surroundings people. Mm-hmm. In the exact same city, you have the richest, most elite, most accomplished people. Yeah. Uh, of like the you know the most extreme of both ends, and I feel like Tokyo is very similar in that regard. Where like you have these you know first in the world skyscrapers with this unbelievable technology and fucking hovercrafts mm-hmm. flying everywhere, and then like you round a corner and it's like slums where like a hundred thousand people live in like a mile and a half radius. Yeah, and people are like dying on top of each other, and people don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just fucking weird from what I hear. I've never been. I'm not saying that to like slight anyone from Japan. I just yeah. I've heard a handful of stories and I'm. No, I mean it's similar to like like uh, in India, like it's yeah, exactly like, you have a huge gap between like uh, the impoverished and the extremely well. Do you have uh, Do you have any like Indian American friends here? In America? Uh, Japan. Uh, no, I didn't know if he was. Indian. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I've noticed with a lot of my Indian American friends is they skew, obviously, towards the richer side of. Indian Indians because mm-hmm. that's who tends to emigrate here you know mm-hmm. it's people who have the money to of all cultures uh, or refugees yeah. you know what I mean and so like a lot of the it, like the I've started to kind of garner the idea of like I don't have any like middle class Indian American friends you know mm-hmm. what I mean like all my Indian American friends are like very upper class mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't I, I guess I don't I don't have that in any other like you know area of my friend groups, you know, yeah. I, mean? I kind of go up and down the social economic schedule with uh, all types of people, uh, but I don't know. I, I just I I, would, I wonder what the other side of that experience is like. Yeah. I've never really been exposed to it. Yeah, well, that's like one of the things. In I guess this kind of will start to like some of what we're going to speak about uh, about United States and what we're going through with like the flag and so forth. But like. Um, what they say is like the people who come over from different countries and, and live in the United States, it's usually like the best of the best. Yeah. Usually like the best people from that culture will come over and, and they 
I mean, obviously they're the one that can afford it. They're uh, the people who can take that leap and have financially enough, you know, at least cushion to survive in a new culture, or they come over for some type of job or career and so forth. So the people who are coming over here, like a lot of people, if, you, if they're like, if if they're like. Um, first generation or you know uh, second generations usually they come from money and then they have a different kind of uh, <clears throat> dedication because they took such a risk and usually their mm-hmm. parents have worked hard or their parents parents have worked hard so like, it seems crazy to move to California could you imagine moving to like Kenya <laughs> you know what I mean like it'd be fucking nuts hell no and yeah no absolutely not wouldn't fuck with that. <laughs> that, cool so guess, a, that, that brings us to a bigger point, though. Is like, with all the things going on in the world, mm-hmm. I still fuck with America, dog. Yeah. Like I would, I would still rather be here than most places. Canada seems like it might have a one up. Yeah, Besides Canada's that, I'm. Lit. I'm Eh, but Canada, some Scandinavia, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But America's pretty. Like I'm still, I'm still hanging. I'm still yeah. chilling. Here. I'm America, cool. America's still. I. It like I was I was so happy to be back in America when I got back. I was yeah. just like, yeah. People, people I just have mixed the feelings on that. I feel like. it's 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 just like, hey, I know everything. I know culturally what to say, what yeah. to do. Like I don't who to nod the head to, who to nod the head down to. Exactly. <laughs> like I felt like, oh, and I don't know. That's just like age. You just get stuck in like, yeah. I, I want to be feel comfortable. Um, around my surroundings and not be questioning or feel vulnerable. I mean, I didn't feel vulnerable, but it's still like culturally, I'm just like, yeah, I just want to be where I know things, I know where to go, and I know who I'm speaking to and what to expect. But and know how to speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still fucking, even with all our fucking issues, like, America's the shit, dude. So how was it to come back to this then? Because you came back, what, like a week before? Not even? Like, yeah. like this, this sounds so terribly like, typically male. This was your first football Sunday back in the country, right, bro? Yeah. Uh, I saw. I was back for the home opener. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know. No, that's all good. Um, that shit was lit. Yeah, it was. I was. I was excited. Although the Browns lost, but yeah. So I mean, should we just go get right into it? Yeah, I mean. Where the tricky part is like, where on the timeline of the protest do you start talking about this story? It's like this has been a story for two fucking years. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, all it, it just it blows my mind how quickly the entire story changed. Yeah, all the players are on different sides of it now. Yeah. The, like, the owners are taking knees. Ray Lewis is on both knees praying. Yeah. Stevie Wonder's on both knees singing. Yeah, now it's a hip thing to do instead of, like... It's just <laughs> weird to me, man. Like, I don't know. It's, like, everyone's statement is about we're, we're making a show of unity in in light of what Trump has had to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can dig that. I can't. I can't hold anyone. You know, I, I can't say anything against that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Somebody comes out and calls me and literally everybody I fuck with for most of my life because like mm-hmm. athletics is a very insulated world, especially mm-hmm. at the elite level. Yeah. It's like you're calling out everyone I'd love and hold dear and them mamas <laughs> quite yeah. literally. Yeah. It's like nah, dog. Like that shit's not gonna fly. Well, one, especially in a league that thinks they're that powerful. Like the NFL thinks they're bigger than the government. 
Yeah, I mean they may be right now. They may be right now. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, Scientology sued the government so much that they they just fucking had to drop. Had to they don't have to pay taxes. So like, you can be uh, you can put enough pressure on the government to where they won't fuck. They can't fuck with you, especially something like the NFL, to, who makes so much money and has so much popularity. Um, my whole thing and like is not necessarily what's been troubling me the most about this situation and it's like I've been around different people who are on different sides of this issue and so obviously a large majority of like right wing people are just like fuck these guys they disrespecting the flag they should stand up they're making millions of dollars and you're getting like so many people speaking up about the fact that these NFL players are not standing for the flag. But if they were so outrageous about people who are getting unarmed people getting shot as they were about the players, yeah, then we this wouldn't no one would have any I guarantee you Kaepernick would never kneel the first time if he saw as many people on on both sides up in arms and rallying behind it it's the reason why he in my feeling is that he kneel is that like yes a lot of African Americans were upset and were up in arms and but there was a large portion of the population that were just like just didn't give a fuck hmm and it's it, and I don't. And it certainly changed that conversation. It yeah. everybody's kind of started to have to give a fuck, which and, is nice. And I don't. I, and to me, I don't understand how it, it's it, it's almost pathetic in my mind that someone would call. And like I've been in like working, and like people have had like super right wing like radio station line. I've been listening and, to the bus sports talk radio. I told you I don't have an ox in the yeah. car. I don't have a yet. So yeah, bro, it's been sports talk radio and, too and, from work all day. And, and the calls have been motherfucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. And their whole position is like, these guys are making millions of dollars. They should not. It's like, dude, like how can you call in and like argue against like people not standing for the flag how many calls did you make when like people you, were getting shot? Their you know lives they, were getting. Do you know how they can? I'll tell you the god's honest truth because I heard this call the other day and it explained the whole thing to me mm-hmm. and it blew my fucking mind. Right. The guy said, "I, I, mm-hmm. because I buy tickets as a fan or mm-hmm. I buy jerseys as a fan, mm-hmm. I do not pay you to listen to your politics. I pay you to entertain me. Mm-hmm. The gall." Of some Johnny Blowhard sitting on his couch watching football, scrounging up quarters to go to two games a year <laughs> and buy his kids the fucking jersey t-shirts yeah. from Walmart because he can't get the stitch joints. <laughs> the gall of that guy to look at literal, like, world-class athletes, guys who are, like, a, there's a thousand of you on the planet mm-hmm. who can do what you do at the level that you do it. Yeah. Who would fucking eat this guy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and also hold two master's degrees. Because yeah. the whole like dumb jock stereotype that's it's it's definitely portrayed on like football and hockey players for sure. Uh-huh. Like There are dudes in the NFL who are definitely those guys, don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's also guys who are lit- legitimately road scholars and yeah. you know, combat veterans. And, like You're going to really say to those guys, your opinions don't matter because I bought a ticket to see you? Yeah, exactly. Fucking and- Kill yourself. I bought groceries at the store you bag them at. Shut the fuck up. Like, 
I, I don't know. That I, that really rubbed me the wrong way, but it, it distilled in my mind why those people think they have an opinion. They think, much like they think in politics, mm-hmm. because I pay taxes, I deserve a voice. Because I buy tickets, I get to influence the product. And at the end of the day, that like... The league needs to put their foot down and not let those people be the ones guiding the product. Yeah. And here's the thing. From either side for that point. On top of that, I don't understand where these people... Like, people will, like, take a side. And we're... I think as of late, you're seeing more examples of it. People will just, like, jump on the side or jump on uh, what they feel is right or wrong. And they haven't even, like... Dissected their theory. They just like, oh, this is wrong. I have nothing more to say about it. They should be standing well, for the flat. Let, let like, me ask you a question before we get into that, though, because uh, I I feel like this is, needs to be cleared up for anyone having this conversation. Uh, what do you think Colin Kaepernick thinks the flag represents? Because this whole controversy over what the flag represents needs to be distilled to what does the person who is protesting by acknowledging the flag in this manner, uh, what do they think the flag represents? Um, and obviously this is it's going to be a reach. pure speculation. Yeah, obviously. I yes. think he think that the uh, the flag represent it's like a representation of all the people within the United States, and it's like a symbol of the history, uh, the past, the present, and the future of what we are as a population. I don't think he just thinks of it as military. I think he thinks of it as military, police, civilians, and everyone. And I think that's why he kneeled, because he saw all the population. He saw the history of injustice. He saw a population where people were still being deprived of their their, their freedoms and, and their liberty and their pursuit of happiness. And he saw the population not saying anything or not doing anything and it continued to happen to happen so he's in my opinion he said fuck that you guys aren't supporting people who look like me who could be me and there's a history of this nothing has changed fuck this and that's in I, I, don't know, I which, believe a lot of that with one slight but major alteration okay is I I think he feels that the flag is a representation or a symbol of the American government mm-hmm. in all of its forms, shapes, sizes, whether it's the police, whether it's mm-hmm. the military, whether that's politicians, whether you know governors mm-hmm. and senators, etc. And I think it's an acknowledgement of those people continuing to fail black and brown communities, specifically as it pertains to the ability to achieve the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's, a, like you said, a long history of uh, and continues to be demonstrative evidence of. Uh, institutional and systemic racism and I think not acknowledging that uh, is kind of how we get there mm-hmm. is like you know the, the longer that goes unchecked uh, the, the worse it's going to become and the more ingrained in the flag it would be yeah. the distinction there being I don't think he believes that's America mm-hmm. I like I or at least I hope not because I don't mm-hmm. and maybe that's me projecting mm-hmm. but like that flag does represent all of us, including mm-hmm. all of its citizens, including mm-hmm. all of the good ones, including all of the magnificent, great, best in the motherfucking world because there's no place like America ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if that's, like, yeah, like, you need to separate the two, I guess. You know what I mean? And yeah. so long as that's the message, I'm cool with that because, like, the institutions have built it to be this way and obviously the institutions are built by the people and you can 
fall that train out. But I think as far as protesting the the monument, the symbol itself, mm-hmm. it's a symbol of of our institutions and how it, how our institutions have collectively continued to fail black and brown people for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing: I, I don't even understand. Like, <clears throat> if someone else said this, so I can't. I was I was always thinking this. Um, but someone else, a, a guy, a newscaster, said this like, like it, respect the flag. Like we do ridiculous shit. They turn flags into bandanas and bikinis. Bro, I carry an American flag bandana every like Thursday. Over that, where where I am blue. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so, like we all of a sudden like there's there's this like this respect. People aren't aren't. And I should. I, I know. I'm just saying something. That's already clear. People aren't logical. It's the same thing. They're like, oh, like <laughs> respect the sanity, the sanity of, or whatever, sanctity of marriage. Oh it's like, God, dude, right. that's right. fucking ridiculous. If we were respecting in this, like, we wouldn't be like divorcing 60, 50, 60 percent. Like, exactly. it's like, shut the fuck up with these fucking. They don't make any sense. There's no consistency with your with your attitudes and your decisions and your in your thought process. At least have a little bit and. And that's why I feel like people are getting lost because they're not even thinking out their own opinions about life. Like, have a sit down by yourself and dump all the shit you thought or your parents put in your head and just, like, think clearly as a human being. Is this making sense or is this not making sense? Am I being a hypocrite or am I not being a hypocrite? At least have some consistency. I don't care if, like, you consistently are, like, Yes, this is wrong, and you know you've been consistent throughout, and they and they're wrong for making bikinis out of the flag, and then they're wrong for uh, you know Wearing turning shorts. into yeah, exactly <laughs> they're, they're American not, flag hats. But they, but this is what I mean. It's like nobody's ever gonna have a problem with that because that's fuck yeah, America, awesome, right? Like we all, we all want our like star spangled solo cup yeah. at the Fourth of July cookout playing fucking American flag made cornhole. in Japan. Yeah, yeah, it, it made in Japan exactly <laughs> drinking America beer yeah. that's made in fucking Germany. That's what I mean. Like, that's America, exactly, though. That's dude. American it's culture. So, so it's like if if you're going to like allow like that to pass, mm-hmm. then like somebody actually tries to take a legitimate stand about a legitimate issue, and it's like okay, so it's cool to disrespect our flag so long as like you're a sloppy drunk college kid who's gonna piss on it later when you pass yeah. it out in the woods. But yeah. like acknowledging that it has a long history of like oppression and white supremacy, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's enabled. Pretty much everyone in my lineage to not have a, a, as prosperous as a life as we could have. Yeah. Like, I have the best chance in my lineage of my family to have a prosperous life. Yeah. And I'm the least prepared for it by far. <laughs> you know how unfair that fucking yeah. is? You know what I mean? I know you know because you're in the same fucking boat. Exactly. I'm and that's every I'm black person in America because exactly. we all just got kind of to a place where maybe it won't be so shitty. Where yeah. maybe only the cops will shoot you. Yeah. Exactly. Only the cops. Yeah. Because before other people would shoot you and the cops just wouldn't charge them. Well, <laughs> now you can charge if you're a civilian at least, maybe. I, and <laughs> I, your George I, I actually think it's like not even. It's shifting. It's fucked up. Well, I think it's shifting and, and like. Um, it's always been. And it is kind of going to get kind of conspiracy ish. Um, it's always been you? like. Nah. I it's always been like. Race has always been like a, a tool by the. Whoever the powers that be, and as as a way to like keep poor white people and keep poor black people separated, yes. and and then that for them that to be like, hold on, we're just like we continue to get fucked generation after generation, <coughs> and I mean you could, and then like they bring in like like 
government or like the constitutions and so forth. But there's a billions of like of reasons why you, you, you can uh, want the the right to uh, bear arms and so forth. But people don't have the right of free speech to bow down and, and and protest something. You can't be a hypocrite with with your ideologies. But it's just ways. I, I think the whole thing is just. A method of keeping like poor white people or middle class white people separated from middle class black people, but I think eventually there's only this is like I've, we're gonna ha- we're going to have to face these things right now, um, these racial issues because they're being brought to the forefront, and then a lot of our like the generation our generation and below our generation are are I kind of feel like aren't you know fucking with the they understand that like okay people are all the same. Uh, yes, there's cultural differences between racism, but besides that, they kind of on board with this, like, everyone's pretty equal. I, I don't know if that's only true in, like, very blended urban environments, mm-hmm. because I've spent most of my time in those environments. But, like, true, true. The, the examples I've seen like, of, like, the kids these days, like, yeah. you see, like, teen... Uh, I'll tell you this story, because it's the most heartwarming fucking thing I've seen in America in a long time. Mm-hmm. We can all we can definitely both remember back being like thirteen year old boys, right? Mm-hmm. You're on like your first date. You went to like a movie. You go to a game or some shit mm-hmm. like that. You're walking next to your girl. You go to like reach for a hand. You look up and you make eye contact with like some adult. Yeah. You like graze her hand, blushingly pull your hand away. Yeah. It's super fucking awkward. Yeah. And then you hold her hand and you're adorable, right? Yeah. I watched that happen yeah. from afar now as the adult, yeah. which, like, this is brand new to me because yeah. I'm, like, 27, like, holy shit, I'm the adult in this situation. <laughs> I'm, like, watching this happen. Yeah. But it's these two girls, like, mm. walking, like, from the, uh, from the Revs game the other day. Mm. And it was, like, the most innocent, cute fucking thing in the world. And I just, it hit me that, like, even 10 years ago, like, in our childhood, yeah. if, like, two dudes or two girls like that happened, oh, would not be acceptable. somebody would have hit them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, legitimately, or at least, like, Pulled shouted them out. Away, yeah. yeah, like, it would have been, like, a scene. Yeah. And it was, like, this perfectly innocent, like, teenage moment between, like, two adorable fucking girls. Yeah. And I was like, well, thank you, next yeah. generation, for, like, getting that. Like, yeah, nobody's exactly. making this an issue anymore. Exactly. And I think as, I think you're starting to weed out some it's like it's it's like the people I feel like the people who are still hanging under the, the this thought process that like this white supremacist thought process or it's like the same people who are like, like hey like let's not build the train let's keep the horse and buggy here yeah because, oh like, for sure like no one should be going this fast and they, you know because people are just like you, you get old and you get set in your ways and like you're 33, right? Honestly. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I'm sure you've come across this feeling at least once in your life where you're like, damn, I just miss X being like it used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so many things in my life the older I get where I'm just like, why do they keep up to change that? Like, it's fucking fun. Yeah. Like, why does the Coke bottle change all the time now? The Coke bottle is the same Coke bottle for like 10 years. And I'm just like, bitter old man about that. You know what I mean? I'm bitter old. The only thing I'm bitter old man about mostly is just music. I'm just like. Fact, but that's what I'm that's saying. Like, we're we're, we're like that about everything. But like, yeah. the world moves faster now than it ever has. And that will always be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is something I, I try to remind myself all the time is like, you have to keep up or else you're getting left behind. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to keep up the older you get because the more you know the more you think you know you know what i mean like nah this is the way to do this and somebody invents a new way a year later and you're like i spent 37 fucking years figuring out how to do this how's there already a better way to do that and that's just innovation that's how that shit works i had to put um because i didn't want to we have a couple other topics to yeah. go over so like to put a cap on this uh how do you see this playing out and where do you, my question. and where, right. do you, where do you how do you think this 
in for society. Which part? The the protest or like the, protest. the current state of affairs? Or do you uh, the well I guess they can you can protest. Well I guess yeah, that will probably roll in that anyway. Related. Uh so I think I'm curious to see where the protest goes next week. Yeah, that's um, something I'm interested in. I locally I'm disappointed. Uh, well, I don't, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say I'm disappointed. I'm air quotes disappointed. Uh, Patriots will be collectively standing. They announced uh, oh, this really? week, yeah. uh, so I'm curious to see how many like places. It's a one week thing and more of a, a show of unity amongst the players mm-hmm. more than a protest against like you know police brutality and racial inequality. Mm-hmm. Also, it, can I make just one statement to any professional athlete or anyone affiliated who's listening? Can we stop saying I'm taking a stand for? Racial inequality. Mm-hmm. You're taking a stand against it, not yeah. for it. You yeah. sound like a fucking Nazi, and you don't even <laughs> recognize it. It's driving me crazy because every one of these interviews. No, like of course I'm for racial inequality. No, you do- <laughs> but that's how ass backwards the world is. So just stop saying that shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where this is gonna go, man. Like I think it's gained enough legitimacy that anyone who wants to be participating in it now has the cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like there's, you can't renege on that as like one of these owners and one of these coaches. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of them are also playing the team card where like it's got to be a collective decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how many of these teams have, what's a, what's a football team, 53, right? So yeah. uh, 26 or more, 27 or more players who are like, nah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how many there are in this league. Yeah. I hope there's a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I hope so too. So, I don't know where you see this going. Um, I see this going... I see it probably... It can go a bunch of different ways. That's what I, I mean. It's really tough to tell from here. Um, I see it... I'm curious to see what they do this week. I think there will be like a slow phase off of, of this topic... And you know, it, well, it's just there's too much else going on for this to matter much longer. Yeah, yeah. Like you realize, three and a half million Americans are like in peril in yeah, Puerto exactly. Rico right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've even touched on that. We're 33 minutes into this, and it's just like the three million American people are gonna fucking die. Exactly. Like this is crazy. And, 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 and they were, I hate to say it, but they were white. And they would be fucking. Oh, crazy. absolutely. If it was fucking France, we'd be sitting there over assistance. <laughs> Fact. Oh my god, <laughs> it's mind blowing. Um, but. But, um, also, this motherfucker can take over the energy grid there, but that's a whole separate story. Yeah. You heard that shit? Conspiracy theory on that? That, that that's what they want to do. So, that, like, not that they can plan like a natural disaster, but they're gonna like pretty much. Uh, Trump has a friend who's been trying to invest in the energy grid in Puerto Rico for a long time, so he's getting barred out of it. Uh-huh. It's like this huge billionaire fucking outside. Uh-huh. So he's gonna come in and essentially rebuild the entire energy grid of Puerto Rico, uh-huh. and then whitewash the fucking island, and then pretty much take control of the island. Yeah. My guess is going twice down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole uh-huh. is he's gonna take over some sort of leadership position in Puerto Rico, uh-huh. annex the country. Because Trump can get away with that being the racist that he is, mm-hmm. they'll like come to some fucking mutual you know aggravation that they annex off Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and then Trump will get amnesty there once they impeach him. Wow, that's that's, that's, that's my way down deep. the rabbit hole. That's very deep. But that, that's what I mean. That's like seven steps far. But like just from like a pure money hungry greed standpoint, like he's cashing out. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck it if all these people sense. die because he's gonna fucking bulldoze okay. the whole shit. He's a piece of shit, and that's Trumpito, Hollywood president. <laughs> And it's sad that, like, people are, like, even with this protest, it's sad that, like, yeah, you know, 
there it's, 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 it became such a big issue but there's like a real need for I mean the Puerto Rico the North Korea shit this shit is like it's, it's Herber, Harvey the wildfires in the it's, west it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> the world is fucked up but all you hear is about this is this and, and, and these are issues I mean those are issues too but it's like it's it's not as big as issues people probably dying and all these other yeah. reasons you know and it, it's sad that this is the narrative when it's like and he gets to slide through this and like dodge the other hard and, and, yeah like avoid everything that is important and just be like I'm gonna say one sentence about the NFL and that's gonna dominate the news cycle for what are we at 72 hours and come to yeah I, I think and so like to answer that question I think this blows over within the next three weeks it starts because the news cycle start, they want something new something fresh but I'm saying so, three weeks is a long time yeah that's true yeah so I meant like to slowly like the, the, if within three weeks they won't be mentioning it unless Trump says something about it or unless like another big athlete does something crazy but like yeah within uh, with this on slowly so, stop. so what's the date today or tomorrow when we put this out the 20th, uh, 28th yeah 28th yeah alright so October 28th we're gonna reconvene and we're gonna see Niggas are still talking about they're, this. And then that, I, I guarantee. It. Unless Kaepernick's get picked up by then, and then they'll bring it back up, but they won't be talking. Supposedly about he's getting a workout in uh, Canada. Where? Yeah, the CFL. I don't know if that's true. I don't like how serious that is, but I heard that today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I fucking hate Colin Kaepernick. That's the bitch. As a, like a player, I hated him so much, I, I, I but now I'm like, like so team cap. Like, I got him. Like, I, I wasn't. I, wasn't I don't even think he's bad. I just don't like his game. Yeah, I, I think he. I didn't like and when this he first started kneeling, I didn't know his intentions and I was yeah, kind of skeptical. I was skeptical and I was like kind of if he was like you can do that shit when you're like if you're Cam Newton. Yeah. You can take that's, a knee. That's the exact comparison I made when it happened. And Marshawn Lynch, I guess, has ne- hasn't yeah. been standing for it no. for a long time. But you can do that when you're beast mode because you're running I mean. through motherfucker. That's so, kinda his brand. Yeah. Does anyone that like ever like all right. <laughs> so when it's when it, I, I mean, when it was cap, I was like, dude, I wish he was doing it when he was like on point and shit. Because now it over, it he took a lot of risks and um, it looks funny when you're taking those risks at the like low point in your career. Yeah. So it looks um, like an intention. Yeah, it looks like you're, you're trying to reach out there. But I don't know, man. I don't and, know what's. Well, and this is the thing: is like over the course of time, I've bought in. Mm-hmm. But like this is what I've always said about Cap is for that exact reason. A lot of people didn't like him in in, in the beginning anyway. Like, yeah. well, white old school f- football peers didn't like his game. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like his style. A lot of people didn't like his cockiness, his arrogance. Mm-hmm. Like one of the, I can't stand anything more than like a I'm tough quarterback. Yeah. So his like flex in the end zone thing yeah. like blow me. Yeah. Like you exactly. play quarterback, bro. Yeah, like exactly. you were the biggest pussy on the and, field except the and, kicker. And he's from like like pretty much San Francisco. Like, oh, that's what I mean. Like, come on. Like, and that's why I didn't understand, too. Not that you have Can to I? be, like, fucking uh, Michael Max in order to, like, speak your exactly. mind. But it's like, dude, you're free. He, he's from, like, the... He hasn't struggled. So, so let me ask you a question. I've, I've been plagued with this entire controversy. Yeah. Does it matter to you that he's like super light skinned Like he's got white parents, the whole yeah, shit. No, because I mean, because a lot of black people have told me like that's put like that's part of the like, to, to your point. It's like the skepticism at first is like, who does like passing type nigga trying to like be the guy holding the flag? Yeah, I mean, I don't, which I worry about a lot. <laughs> I uh, logic syndrome. Okay, so like the the. Being light skinned didn't know because like Hugh P. Newton, like Michael Max, light skinned brothers that was like down Same. for the cause. Um, 
white parents. Bro, I'm out here for team light skin. Yeah, right, trust me, you're gonna convince me. <laughs> white parents. I can see someone being skeptical about that and where he grew up because he he didn't have like he didn't grow up in a place where like he was inundated with like poverty and violence and so forth. So like to understand. But you know, so I, I make this claim all the time. You don't need to be that to be black. That's true, and I and I agree, and that's why I, I won't let that. And and to speak your mind. And sometimes you like I'd rather have someone who can articulate the struggle um, and be able to like speak to it in the way where other people from not the same walk of life understands it. Than like someone who's like been like you know shot by the police or something, but can't mm-hmm. sounds like ignorant trying to articulate the struggle and so forth. So, like, I can see why someone can have some hesitation getting on board with it, but, like, as long as he's doing his thing, and he took a lot of risks, so I, you gotta respect that. And he's so, followed through on all the shit he took. Yeah. Like, and I wish, like, as Charlemagne, Charlemagne said this uh, a couple of days ago, and I agree, it's like, now is his time to speak up, and I'm not. And he hasn't been so silent about this. Was like, hey, now you got the platform. And a lot of people have been critical in that manner, and to that I can only say, like, you have to imagine you have to be very calculated on what, where, and how you say anything at this point, because everything is going to be dissected. So if you don't feel a thousand percent confident coming out with what you're coming out with, yeah. I wouldn't do shit either. Yeah, like it's a really volatile, like. It's you versus the majority of, like, it's white people, man. Yeah. It's you and the American white population with the backing of the American president. Yeah. Like, you want to tread pretty lightly. Yeah. I don't care how ballsy you are. Yeah. Well, even I think, it, it, like, just to clarify, because I think the narrative is getting shifted a little bit about why he started. I agree. And, like, what it represents and, like... Right. Reset reset that for the people because I've been having this conversation with a lot of people, so break that down. So, so, uh, about... Okay, so, like... Like, what is this really about? Because that's a good place to end this anyway because I feel like this is what this gets... This gets pulled in a lot of directions. This becomes about unity. It becomes players versus owners, the league versus the government, Kaepernick versus Trump. A lot of this breaks down a lot of different ways, but none of that is what this is supposed to be about. Yeah. So, reset the table for people. Well, really what it is, and I'm... Quote, I'm gonna loosely trying. I'm gonna actually oblivious, like put in the trash what he says exactly. But it's pretty much just um, he wanted to bring awareness to the fact that like the injustice that's been happening to unarmed African Americans in this country. Uh, the, the several incidents where police officers were shooting unarmed uh, African Americans and they were dying in custody. And so forth. So, like his his the the, the the foundation of his protest, and he didn't see anything done. He didn't see any justice for these people who lost their lives, and so he wanted to bring attention to this, and that's why he started kneeling. Uh, and if you can clarify that right. more, then like I think just that. to add on to that, I think a couple of things that get lost in the translation here because of to your point, him coming out and doing other things is though that's what he's protesting with that particular protest, a lot of his other actions are just good deeds in general that aren't related to that protest. Yeah. He's uh, he, uh, newly partnered, I forget which airline is flying like a, a double-digit ton cargo plane full of supplies over to uh, a couple different regions of the world where, you know, impoverished nations, the, uh, 
what, which country are currently having the drought? It's like a 72 day drought in some country in Africa. I forget which country. Uh, Fuck, sure. I forget, but he sent like a bunch of supplies and water there. He donated like 90% of his wardrobe, his entire sneaker collection to like homeless kids and stuff around the Bay Area. Like, this dude's done like a lot of good stuff in general, and a lot of that's to go out and a lot of these appearances and showings and stuff he's doing is to raise not awareness of these like terrible deeds that are happening but to make a positive like effective change because that's one of the people's like immediate criticisms is why are you just kneeling why aren't you out there doing something and he's out there running empowerment camps he's you know helping kids learn how to read he's taking kids on field trips he's donating clothes he's donating time he's donating money he's donating supplies he's opening his own doors he's opening his own camps like the guy's doing a fucking lot more than me, you, or anyone else I know is doing for anyone. Yeah. I don't care if they're your people or other people. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's a lot of what gets lost in translation is his message is mostly about we need to acknowledge that the world's not great right now and who it's not great for is uh, a, a lot of people, really. A lot of people who are just not straight white people. Yeah. Pretty much outside of that, the world's not great for you. Whether that's violently not great for you, whether that's emotionally not great for you, whether that's financially not great for you, it's pretty not great for a lot of different types of people. And we all need to, you know, get together with our own types of people and those around us and figure out what we can do to make this a little bit better. And to do so peacefully and happily and unified, man. Like, that seems to be the like the idea of the weekend is everybody's talking about the unity thing and it's easy to talk about it but like I don't care if you're taking a stand or taking a knee to use the cliche of the fucking week but like at the end of the day you gotta go do something after yeah you can't just like talk that shit so like go go talk to some kid in your neighborhood go donate some fucking clothes go do whatever you you know go give blood whatever makes you feel like you're affecting like a real change but go take some action on that cause that's what the Catholic's been preaching and yeah. Ain't enough of us doing. And the crazy thing is, is that like I, I, I honestly think that like human beings are each other's solution. So like you have even because like you have a large like even like the rich people, like they say like the cap is like um, once you make you're no more happier after you make like seventy grand. Mm. And then, like after seventy grand, you you're you're it's like stressed. A sliding, I know the thing you're talking about. It's yeah. like a sliding scale of like the the level of like. What you need to live and survive in a certain area plus a certain amount for, like, luxurious items before you, like, cap out. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And start to go the other way. Yeah. As far as, like, Become, uh, stress and depression and the, so forth the like that. The problems Biggie talked about. Exactly. Um, it, but you see, like, um, I, I just know, like, people that I've met from, like, uh, Africa or, like, you know, or uh, Mexico and, like, it, who live in, like places that are just like not a lot of uh worldly items not a lot of luxuries down there where they where they're from Mm -hmm. and but they speak on like america as like they feel sorry for like middle class america he's like yeah there's just so much depression and it's just like so so much sadness but just imagine if we were like lived in a world where like our culture is blended so much where like you can have someone who's like uh, from a impoverished part of the world have dinner with like someone who's from like Bel Air and just like to have conversation and show these people like yeah you know what like maybe not making like 300 grand this year maybe you know cutting back and making like 200 grand this year 
not buying the Bentley and just spending time with your family and friends, which you haven't done. Like maybe that's the route in order to increase your happiness and like buying that new Bentley or buying that new, you know, whatever is not what's going to make you happy. Like spending time with your friends, going on a trip with your family, like do, do that instead. Like it's, it's, it's weird. There's like certain people who don't have that money and don't have a lot. They can figure that out just to be like, yeah, you know, I'm still happy. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't need a Bentley. It'd be nice if I can just like pay my bills and like take my family on a trip and shit like that. But like for right now, we can just like, you know, go grab a pizza and go to the ballpark and shit like that and just hang out. But there's um, still just one. Lie, one of my friends might be lending me an Ashton for a week and I'm pretty excited. So it, ex- sometimes see, those things do make you happy. Work. See, I'm the, <laughs> I, I, I've always wanted to like, Nat, I always wanted a, a lot of money, um, but Duh. yeah, but Nat just Nat to have a lot of money just because like I just didn't want to do anything anyone told me to do. Amen to that. And that's like I just wanted fuck fuck you money, and um, and well, like, discover this fuck you money ain't fuck you money. It's just you just gotta have a fuck you attitude. That's true. I live a fuck you lifestyle. See, I make twenty nine grand a year. Like my life is very impoverished. But, but here, here's the thing. Like, uh, like for me, like work, working wise, like like I end up like trying to find this zone where like I get things done, and and like I try to stay in the zone where I get things done well enough to where like I'm not considered like I I gotta watch out for this guy, hmm. but not too good to where, like, I have to, like, talk about shit, and I had someone asking me to help him out with shit. I just, just want to be left the fuck alone. But if I had, like, a couple million in the bank, I'd just be like, yo, fuck off, dude. Just, like, just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, but and, uh, you can't ever do that because everyone's asking you at that point. That's the thing. Oh, When nah, you get that successful, everybody's gonna be like, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? I'd be like, dude, just fuck, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then you're the douchey millionaire. And, uh, you're a wild dick <laughs> You can't be successful and then Nah, pace. We're retiring in my mansion. Yeah, y'all little people stay little. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that. Like, I have no problem like having the conversation about if let's say I build a business, I'd be like, all right, well, this is what I did, X, Y, and Z, and and I have no problem being like, yeah, like probably like thirty percent of this was fucking luck, and like and and the other ten percent was timing, and then like you know then maybe X amount was like people around me and then like hard work and shit like that yeah exactly but like yeah but like the fact that like some of it I forget who was maybe it was like Sinatra or someone or like maybe it's a big actor and they were asking them um I think it was um one of the old talk shows um back in the day they were like hey so how'd you do it how'd you pull it off and he's like I no fucking clue. I was like, just luck. It's it's random. He's like, everyone will tell you their story. He's like, it's just fucking random. Like, no one knows. No how they couldn't they couldn't repeat it. I was in the right place at the right time, and I'm happy. No one knows. And like, there is an element of that, and and people won't people want to. Uh, it's easy to like. Uh, Back engineer, like you reverse can reverse engineer, like yeah, some like success. You, you hear that a lot from people in media for sure. It's like uh, a lot of those like ESPN guys who were there when it started, just like now phasing out. Like a lot of the you know the Chris Bermans of the world and shit. And yeah. Stuart Scott before he died, remarking on just being like, I really don't know how this happened. Yeah. Like I showed up for like my first job out of college and fast forward thirty years, and I'm like, 
one of the ten most famous faces in sports media. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that's just like I don't know. It seems to happen for a lot of people. I just hope I wake up thirty years from now and feel that way, and not like most other people who are just like, shit, how did I get here? My yeah. life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's the scary part because you never know. Speaking of uh, auto-touch rich people who are also little, because we mentioned little people, uh-huh. and who also maybe hate their life because they have Great so much transition. money and or make bad decisions, uh-huh. what's good with your homie Kevin Hart, man? Uh, okay, I'm going to give you uh, I'm not going to slander Team Dark Skin because you was out here pulling hard for Team Light Skin a minute ago, so I ain't going to crush him. But, like, Kev, bruh. Here is my theory on Kevin Hart. Have you read any of the stuff since the last time we talked on this movie? Because a bunch of shit's come up. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just seeing like the TMZ videos okay. and like been following like that. I think located like, Kev Hart may be just like, I don't, I, he may be incapable of being monogamous in his position. Uh, I Which think, is fine, my nigga. You just gotta say that to people. Your he, wife, he, ideally. I, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I do think that like it's weird to come from like where like and I heard like I was Where's listening he from? I don't even he's know from he, Philly. Okay, okay. from Philly, from the hood. He's a he's a tiny dude, and then all of a, so like you've had years years of like uh, of like yeah. Kevin Hart got no pussy at fifteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just years years of just like Mitch. yeah, um, and so uh, uh, of just being like low men in the totem pole. Now you're skyrocketed. You had a million, uh, two million, two hundred million dollars. You're Still you're on TV. Yeah, but but now like you can like yeah. everything's within your reach. Yeah, that is your life tough. changes when you can just charter private yeah. jets. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's like, um, and it, I mean, I'm sure he won't say it, but as far as like. His trajectory, it was pretty quick. Yeah, it's from when, yeah, from where we started to see him on Soul Plane to like. That's what I mean. He went from like a like a niche black comic to like a yeah full on superstar. Exactly. Like seven years. Um. So like, I think he has, and I think we don't. That's probably I I he know he knew what he was getting into it. Yeah. I think you people know themselves. Now he might have denied it, and he tried to live up to that like. I'm the I'm the like uh, family man. He tried to live with that image, but I wow. think he kind of knew that like he was he he liked he just liked Smash. He was finally in the chocolate factory. He's a he's on dabble. Um, but I just like I guess like why do you tell the lie then? Like why do you, why can't you say like I am a family man and a good husband and a good dad and I smash bitches. Um, like why is like why do people like I guess why can't people accept that you can be a good person and want that? I feel like because that seems to be Kev's issue, right? Like if Kev just came out and like said that, I don't even think people would have killed Kev. I think I think it would be very hard for middle America before this came out. I mean. Yeah, yeah, before this came out, I think it's very. I think there's especially from like like I say probably like forty, forty five and older. Yeah. It's gonna be very hard for them to digest that now. And then there's a there's a large like to the point we were just talking about earlier. Though, the world changes quick, man. Gotta keep up. Exactly. And then like you talk about like although like religion is shrinking in in America, 
Uh, there is still a large portion of religious people that wouldn't support him stepping out on his wife. And is he religious? Is he a religious yeah, guy? Yeah, he's a okay. religious okay. guy. Okay. And then, exactly. Okay. And then, so, like, there's still, into the point where, like, I'm sure his agent, even if he came to him, was like, yeah, I just want to be honest and say, like, yeah, I'm in an open relationship with my wife. I think his agent or anyone around him who has any business sense would be like, fuck no, you're an idiot. Do do what everyone else does. Just handle your business in the quiet, you know, and, and don't I feel say like shit. I gay celebrities are like that. So and a lot of on, you know, be clear and queer and say nah bro like it's that, not a good look for you right especially now especially for like the Afro American community oh, God, yeah. like imagine you know if like if Jay Z I think one how many gay black celebrities can you even do? <laughs> I don't even know and I'm queer and black I mean <laughs> uh, I legitimately don't yeah. know Lee uh, Lee Daniels is he gay yeah I don't know that dude he okay like if you're listening to this listen to the uh Mark Maron's podcast with Lee Daniels. It is freak, dude. Mark he, awesome. dude. Mark Maron's awesome. That's like my dude right now. Um, but he like uh, Lee Daniels talks about like his his uh, coke habit to like his brother going to jail what? and have to adopt his his uh, his his two kids about like um, coming out and figured out he's gay. Like a girl just told him that he was gay and then like moving that dude it was fucking like it was dope it was only like an hour podcast but it was just fucking they handled it it was beautiful man like just like you get a feel of this man's journey and like I respected him I've never even watched Empire before but I've seen like the butler and shit mm-hmm. like that which are classic shit so he talks about how he made the transition from like doing movies in the TV and <laughs> it's funny because he was like I think he's like yeah I was with Whitney Cummings one day and she was like you get everyone all these Oscars why are you so poor <laughs> and then he's like you should do TV and then they, they transitioned and he was like yeah so I decided to do TV because I didn't want to be poor shout out to Lee Daniels then. yeah exactly Did you check out that podcast though if you guys listening it's dope but um, yeah, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of pressure, especially like as African. This is my problem. Like African Americans, like, like, like we we approach everything like don't do this, don't do that. Like, like our communities got our shit together. Like maybe we should like start to do like some things differently about being more inclusive to people and. Because our shit's Changing not together. Changing the identity of what being black means. Exactly. We like you. We started. We were talking earlier, and you started mentioning like they're not from like, like you go down the checkbox and it's like what people associate when you say the black community. Yeah. And like we need to start like with like the black community needs a rebranding project. Yeah, and it's starting. <laughs> it's starting to. Say, I mean, it is. It's you starting see to like the Isas and like yeah. the Childish Gambino um, or the Donald Stanfield, Global. Yeah. You know exactly. I mean? yeah. And the Lee Daniels and so forth. Uh, even even like some of these niggas I don't even like that much like the little yachties of the world yeah, exactly. like his wave is like you want to talk about inclusion my nigga yeah, like, exactly. he's out here with everybody yeah so um, it's starting to happen and some be very slow um, but it has to, it has to happen some people just be on the wrong side of progression and it's Jordan sad Peele. because Sorry. huh I forgot Jordan Peele I felt like I got oh yeah yeah dude so, I mean he's did you hear about the new shit he's coming out with the, no. the Nazi hunter shit? No. He's coming out with a Nazi hunter movie. We'll talk about another time. We'll get to that. <laughs> that's so. dope. But, um, yeah, so, like, that's why I feel like 
especially like as a African American comedian superstar like Kevin Hart, he will. I thought you were talking about yourself for a second. <laughs> yeah, well, African American comedian superstar. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, but he would have lost anyone who's who. No one wants to take risks once you get up to that high. So they were probably like, "Fuck mm-hmm. that, dude! Can't stick to the script." Um, now, do you think that he had that conversation with his wife to be mm-hmm. like, "No, you don't think so." Uh, I think he had the conversation like when when he started getting pressed for the money and all that mm-hmm. shit. I think like him and his wife sat down and like I forget uh, which podcast I was into, but somebody said like Kev had a real nigga moment where yeah. like he went to his wife and had to be like, "Baby, here's where I fucked up. I'm so in the wrong. I have no defense. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit, but I love you. Mm-hmm. And right now, this other bitch is over here trying to press me for like multiple millions. Yeah, and that shit's not gonna go down. Yeah." So this is my plan of action. Do you or do you not approve? And I think they worked out what they were gonna do. I don't think it was, I still don't think it was good. So how do you think his wife is going on? How do you think the conversation ended? See, a lot of people were, like really trying to minimize this. Like honest to God, I think if you ask most people who've been through it before, mm-hmm. like seriously, cheating like, like very few times is cheating like a be-all, end-all, definitive thing when it actually happens. Yeah. Like, if you cheat and come to me like, oh, like, this is what happened, this is how I cheated on you, mm. I don't care if you're male, female, gay, straight, whatever, almost always, especially somebody you've been with for a long time and you yeah. love that much that you marry them, yeah. you're going to try and talk that up. Yeah. Now, whether or not you can or not is a different story. Yeah, but if you really, like, love with each other, like, you usually try to talk that up. Uh-huh. And then that's a lot easier to talk out when, like, you talk about all the things that make a happy relationship, right? Yeah. Being able to communicate, like keeping a healthy lifestyle, like having enough space to separate, have be- other people to talk. Like you have access to all these things when you're these type of people. Yeah. So like it wouldn't. It. It. I'm not surprised they're staying together. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, okay, tough look for Kev, but. And I don't understand. Like, if you're his wife, if and if you're married to like a Kevin Hart, or a LeBron, or a Kobe. Like, don't you think, like, if I'm, if, if, and maybe because I'm a guy, I, my perspective is, is different, but if I'm marrying one of those guys, I'm like, I'm thinking that as far as marriages go, they're all messy. I'm thinking that, yeah, I'm probably going to have to deal with some shit related to this. I got, like, the way I, I see that is, like, I think you should absolutely, like, I, to, I guess where the line gets fuzzy is, I'm okay with that being an unspoken rule mm-hmm. when you're dating. Mm-hmm. We need to have the conversation if we're married. Yeah. If we're just dating, like, yeah, you're, and you're like, it, male, female, it's the same thing, like, either way. If, if you make over, I don't know, 250 million, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you travel over 30 weeks out of the year for work or whatever you do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Chances are you're fucking around. Like, okay, like, whatever. That can be unspoken. I don't really need to know. I don't need to be hurt like that. Yeah. If we're going to get married, we're going to spend the rest of our life together. We're going to have children together. We're going to build our lineage or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, yeah, we, I got to know what you're getting into. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And I, but I, I think even if you don't have that, I, I, I think LeBron's had that conversation. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, I have nothing to base that on except for the way they move. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so, too. Um, There's never once been a story about LeBron. I don't believe for a motherfucking second he's that clean. Yeah, exactly. And I think they just had that conversation. You can't blackmail him. And they've been together since high school. That's what I mean. He got like the he got the Jordan shit with the NDAs and the briefcase when you come and, in. Like exactly. He's got, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. He's got that shit I'm sure they, 
the, you probably got a dude that like takes Vets care of that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, you do you watch House of Cards? Yeah, you got like a Doug. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like I I don't want to push it that far. I don't think like LeBron's having like ladies killed out here. I wouldn't would be surprised. But that's what I mean. If that story came out, I'd, I'd be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what'd you what you think we're doing? What you do? What you think? You got hair? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. Straight up, I'm, I'm gonna say this on behalf of all shitty men out there. I don't care how cheap you are. I'm not even saying you got a tip. If you hire an escort or any professional sex worker and you do not pay full price or you try to haggle the full price that you agreed to up front, you are yeah. a motherfucking scumbag. Now, you can tip zero dollars. You're kind of scummy for that, too. But, like, tips are tips, and everybody has different views on yeah. tipping. I, just like I hate people who don't tip well in restaurants, I, if you tip sex workers poorly, you're a piece of shit. But that's fine. You can get away with that. Yeah. If you're one of those guys who really tries to not pay somebody after you just hire them to perform some sleazy sex act that you didn't want to perform with any of the other hundreds of millions of people you've access to as a multi-millionaire and or billionaire, yeah. kill yourself. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Is, is tipping a sex worker a thing? I'm yeah. Oh, like, no. That's definitely a thing. Well, I, see, I... I hear mixed reviews. It kind of depends on the line of sex work. Uh, so, for instance, like a stripper, right? You go to a strip club, you're already tipping, you're throwing ones, right? Yeah. So, you pay for the lap dance, but if you get the little extra whatever, uh, it's not like you can be like, oh, it's $100 for a blood... I mean, if you go to like some somewhere like that. Yeah. But, like, it's not like you can be like, it's $150, $200, whatever it is for uh, like a blow drive, a hand job, whatever you're going to do. Uh, it's like... It's kind of acknowledged, like, you're going to take care of me, right? Yeah. Like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. And if you come after that with, like, a 30, you know, 30, yeah. 40 dollar okay. tip, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you get, like, a like head in a strip club and you, like, spot her, like, a 20, yeah. like, you're kind of a douche for that, yeah, right? exactly. Like, come yeah, on. But I figured, like, if you if she's even approaching that, then, like, you already spent some money in the strip club. Oh, that's what yeah. I mean. Exactly. So, if you're in that situation, like, bro, like, you already got got. Like, yeah. who, who are you kidding? Like, exactly. You know, she hustled your ass, like, pay up. Like, this is how yeah. the situation yeah. goes. Yeah. Uh, and I say that like I've, I've told my I got bamboozled by a hooker by accident story on this podcast <laughs> and so I gave her exactly $25 but that was also 7 years ago I'm adjusting for inflation and I didn't know that was what I was doing it and I was 19 years old so as a grown ass adult $25 yeah, Star, Starbucks that's what I mean $25 is like a, like a 40 minute ride though so that's yeah. really like $50 yeah uh, <laughs> I'm hedging mom I hope you don't listen to this uh, we got anything else we want to hit on this in this episode, um, we're doing a shorter episode this week because we realized none of y'all motherfuckers listen to the two hour point anyway. Yeah. So we're gonna do shorter one hour, one fifteen, something like that for the future. Yeah. So let's um, can let's close up Kevin Hart. How do you think this ends with Kevin Hart? You think the Gucci and honestly, yeah, I think it's good. Like honestly, I think it. What ends up happening here is the girl who tried to blackmail him looks worse. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of feminists out there will kill me for that, but, like, you really are a worse person for that. Like, you slipped this dude knowing he was married. Like, I, I'm sure y'all talked about what the arrangement was. Then you came to him trying to get some money. And from what I have, like, I, everybody's saying it, and I have to kind of agree. There's no way that started at 10 mil. You didn't walk in saying 10 mil. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So you walked in saying, like, a mil, and you've been driving it up since then. Yeah. Like, I, like, I appreciate the hustle. Like, go try and get your ground on, but, like, you have egg on your face now. Like, yeah. you're stupid. On the flip side, like, Kev, like, that's a bad look, my guy. Like, you are here cheating on your wife out in public. You are here admitting it in public. You've publicly disgraced and embarrassed your wife, and that's shitty, bro. Yeah. And that's why you have to have that conversation first, because, like, 
there I would never want my wife to feel that way. Yeah. Even if I cheated, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I want to be able to handle my cheating or my creeping or whatever the fuck you doing. However, you're breaking the rules in your relationship because that's cheating to me. Yeah. So we can define cheating. Like, yeah. however you're doing that, if you're breaking the rules in your relationship, you shouldn't go out like this. Yeah. Like this is exactly. a tough look. This is, I don't know, and this is like one step below. Like you gave your partner an STD, like from cheating on them. Yeah. So how do you think? You think that they stick together and this is a wrap? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think they stick together. Okay. All right. I, I think they'll be all right. I think. I mean, she already said she's staying with him. I can't see her like. Do you think that he cheats again? Yeah. And get caught. Yeah. Uh, I well no hold on let me rephrase I think he he definitely continues to fool around with other women uh-huh. whether or not that's agreed to and like there are rules surrounding that within their relationship whether or not that's him cheating whether or not that's him really trying to and then like relapsing yeah. you know some sort of like fucking sex addiction shit but Kev's definitely fucking some other bitches who aren't his wife not say yeah. his wife's a bitch. Is it a sex addiction if you're in the chocolate factory and you take a nibble? I mean, no, you're living in the chocolate factory and you that's, take that's, a nibble. I, that's what I mean. Like, how, how could you not? You yeah, know what I mean? Nah, it's like, I, I, shit, I'm surrounded by pretty people now. I can only imagine how beautiful the people in my life would be if I made millions of dollars. Yeah, that's fact. I barely hang out with ugly people as it is. So, like... <laughs> completely agree I think that um, they sit together I do think that Kevin Hart oh wild card by the way they definitely do couples therapy it's going to be a public yeah, thing they, do be, couples yeah, exactly. they might do a show I don't think Kevin's too big for that right now but yeah. like I could see that being a thing yeah yeah. I think he tossed about it on the stand up oh but, yeah um, mad bits I think that he but, does I don't think Kevin I think that's what Kevin everyone has like flaws in their character yeah and like he can do a lot of things right as far as like his discipline his work ethic uh, he said he stopped drinking because he was kind of getting crazy with that mm. I think pussy is gonna be like that's his one thing where he's like he's when it's around and he's in the moment he starts to get that itch and like I think he's gonna be yeah and I say this not to be crass to women or anything but it really it's the hardest of those to kick because it's completely acceptable to do yeah it's like I I can't be out here hammered drunk or you know fucking four in the afternoon yeah but I can be taking a chick on lunch date yeah you know what I mean ain't nobody yeah. think that's weird exactly we can go get a couple of sandwiches yeah. some nice coffee go for a walk in the park and they'll be smashing it out in the hotel by like six o'clock yeah and, and that's I, that's real shit like and if you think that's not happening and, and I think once you get up to that height of success, it's hard not to feel like you don't deserve everything that life has to offer. Yeah, but you got to. You got to be humble. Yeah. You no, I agree. I agree. I agree. But, like, I think they get that ego about them when they're there. They're like, no, man, I'm, I'm Kevin Hart. You know, I do whatever I want to. But, okay. yeah, uh, Kevin just uh, had a conversation, dude. In your own yeah. words, homie? You gotta holla at LeBron. Um, LeBron that had it. Be better. And in the words of LeBron, you a bum. <laughs> no, I, don't, I can't judge a man. Um, no, nah, you're a bum for that. Uh, have the conversation um, and figure it out. Y'all, y'all figure it out. Fuck it. 
Probably, he, it's not gonna last anyway. That's what I mean. Like, this ain't gonna be no shit. Like, like, I think he fine. Yeah. Oh, you mean in a relationship? No, probably. You having a kid, you gotta make that last for a little bit. He, he left his last wife, they had like two kids. Uh, fair point. Yeah, he's gonna shift through them. Hollywood residents don't last. And he ain't, he ain't gonna be on some Swiss beach here where they're trying to do the blended family thing later on. Probably. He's already doing that. Is he? Like, well, does he co parent with the ex and all that? I would hope so. Yeah, I would assume so. That's a, I, I hope that happens for me when my wife divorces me one day. Yeah, probably. Hopefully you guys go off on good terms and shit. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope my baby never divorced me. She's lovely. <laughs> we'll All right, do we want to talk about anything else or should we get out of rather an hour 10 now? Hour 10? No, hour 10 feels good. I think that's... We like we aim for something short. That seems good. Yeah. Uh, Y'all let us know what you think about the, the shorter format, if it's better, if it's worse, if you want more... Lord knows we can sit here and we're going to launch it to cover. Yeah, exactly. Um, email us with questions and so forth. Um, late to work podcast at gmail.com. Numeral two. It's late to work podcast at gmail.com. Definitely email us all the questions, requests, music y'all want featured. If you've got some bands out there and shit that want to get some feature time, yeah. be happy to do that too. Yeah. Got some dates and some shit you want to plug? Uh, I've been out here doing shows on the low key. Yeah, I've seen dude, you on like a couple of shit lately. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. I can't think of anything off the top that I have coming. I have something in South Bridge somewhere on the twenty first, and um, something on the twenty second. I don't know. Just uh, check. Just add me on uh, Instagram or something. It'll be on Sunday. Only Chris Allen and shit. Just I'll keep you posted. So uh, yeah, you know. Still, still warm out. Fall weather hasn't uh, hit yet, so you have a little bit of time uh, before it gets cold. You know, just try and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> One. Peace out.